Hello and welcome to season two of Super Awesome You. I'm very happy that that rhymes because it is a nice little jingly way to kick off 2024 and season two of this show. I'm your host, Samer Abuselbi, and I'm so excited to be here again, as promised. And wrapping up, you know, the first season of Super Awesome You was was a lot of fun and it meant a lot. And it, it was really joyful to get a lot of comments from you and to get a nice five star review on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't already left a review, please consider doing so because it means a lot. It is the year 2024, right? The start of the year in January. And a couple of changes to the show that I just want to mention before we get into the very first episode of the season. I'm actually going to move to a bi-weekly, meaning once every other week, uh, cadence for releasing new episodes. One thing that I learned last year after committing to releasing one every single week of the year is that it's a much larger commitment than I thought, but I did my best to stick through it and decided that I'd rather put on a quality show every other week with an occasional bonus episode here and there versus trying to scrounge up material every single week and just feel like I'm talking for the sake of talking. That doesn't help me, and it certainly doesn't help you. I hope you had an awesome end of the year. I hope you are well into your goals that you're just absolutely smashing because that's definitely how it works, right? You set a goal, and there you go. You complete it. <laughs> Um, if you are like that, I salute you. That's amazing. I am not like that. And I have spent a lot of time thinking about why I'm not like that. And of course, that's kind of the reason why the show exists. This year, I really want to focus on mindset. So I've been reading a lot about competitive runners, and they talk a lot about mindset. This one book in particular, Let Your Mind Run Free by Dina Castor, has really struck a chord with me. I think actually, even if you don't run, and you never consider yourself a runner, she has a lot of lessons in there that kind of blew my mind and, and really opened my eyes to the power of mindset. So if you're looking for like a quick little book to read and get into the mindset of an athlete who ultimately is someone the, that you know has goals and completes them, I highly recommend that one to start off your year. And if you do pick it up, be sure to find me at Super Awesome You and let me know if you liked it on Instagram, of course. So mindset, I'm going to be spending a lot of time this year on that. And this first episode is going to be kind of a subcategory of mindset. And it's really this idea of why I think complaining and assuming worst case scenario kind of is a self-fulfilling prophecy. It ends up becoming true. And then you're just kind of stuck in this perpetual cycle of thinking that everything is going to go bad. And then it does. And then you think, well, see, I knew I was right. And you kind of can never break free of that. I find myself becoming really tired spending time around negative people, and I know I've had an episode talking about that. And I've spent a lot of time thinking why, like what happens? Why do they kind of live in this cycle of just thinking everything is the worst, and then that's all that they ever see, and then that's kind of all that ever happens to them? It does kind of seem like they just end up, you know, constantly in a cycle of, of not so great things happening to them. And what I've come up with is that our brain really does look to kind of prove itself right all the time. We want information from the external world to make sure that like as we process them and try to categorize them because our brain ultimately loves to categorize things. It's kind of like a librarian and it needs places to put all the information and all the books and needs to be organized. As information comes in, it needs to be like, this information proves me right or, oh, I don't like this information because it actually proves me wrong. 
And I kind of want to throw it out because I don't know what to do with it otherwise. This is known as like cognitive dissonance. It's really difficult for your brain to take in information that doesn't mesh well with what it believes to be true. So for example, if you strongly believe the, the sky to be blue, and then one day someone gives you an argument that the sky is actually not blue, it's purple, you would kind of reject that idea. And it'd be really difficult for you to listen to them on why the sky is purple. Because in your head, the sky is blue, it's always been blue, it always will be blue. That's like a really, really simplified version of kind of cognitive dissonance. It's really hard to reconcile new information with existing information in your brain. So when you have a worldview that bad things happen to you and you only ever complain and you are negative and you only see the negative in your day, what do you think happens? Your brain then rejects anything that is even remotely positive because of that cognitive dissonance. Something really good could happen to you and your brain doesn't want, doesn't know how to categorize it. It doesn't want to take it in because it's like, wait a minute, no, no, no. But all I hear from this human is that things are bad and things are always bad and nothing good happens to me. So how could something good be happening to me? That must be incorrect. And it throws the information out. And you might even know these people that even when you try to talk to them back and say, hey, but actually I think this is really good and here's why, they won't hear it. In their brain, you are trying to tell them that the sky is purple when in fact they believe it to be blue, right? That's kind of what's happening. So by complaining and by living in a world where everything is negative and you think that the worst is always happening, then you're right. Like you'll just always be right about that because you have created that space for your brain to take in information and look for reinforcing pieces of data to build up that library of negativity and of bad things happening and say, yep, look, I've got a whole library here. I can, you know, I can pull out any book you want and tell you why that day was the worst day of my life, followed by the second worst day and so on. That's why positivity training is actually so, so important. And that's why I've mentioned this before. I do things like gratitude journaling and positivity journaling where I'm not trying to whitewash my day. You know, bad things still kind of can happen, of course. And I, I'm not one of these toxic, positive people that thinks that everything in my life is going really well and that I'm never frustrated. Of course, that's not true. But what I'm trying to do is even on the worst of my days, I want to find little nuggets of things that made me smile or made me a little bit happy or were wins in that day. So that I can remind myself that yes, like the world can be full of really crummy things and my day can be full of really crummy bad things, but it can also always be full of something positive. Like I can pull something from this that will make me smile and make me feel like, okay, it's not all bad. And so by training your mind to do that over time, like I mentioned just now, even when you have bad days, that bad day now is one page of a book of really, 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 really good days, of days where you felt overwhelmingly positive, days where your brain is taking in positive information and it's starting to believe that only good things happen to you and that the best case scenario always works out for you. And I'm sure you know people like that, right? Like we read about people like that all the time and I'm sure they are in your life and maybe you're even one of them and that's awesome, where things just kind of always seem to work out for them. And they talk about how things always work out for them. They just believe everything is going to work out fine. They always get the parking spot, you know, at the difficult to, to park place downtown. You know, they'll, they'll win the lottery whenever they want to play it. They will, you know, win the best seats in the house. Like all this kind of crazy stuff seems to happen to them and always for good. 
That's because their brain shops for little nuggets of information that are positive and it follows the trail. So it's like, ooh, I see something positive coming my way. Here's an opportunity to ask my boss for more money. You should go ask them for more money because I bet they'll give it to you. And then you follow that trail and walk through that door and ask your boss for, for more money. And then that more money turns into a promotion and then that promotion turn, you know, so on and so forth, right? Versus the scenario of someone who's really negative and believes that they're not worth the money and that they're terrible at their job and their boss hates them. If that same opportunity presented themselves where like they had a chance to ask their boss for more money, they wouldn't take it, right? Because they'd see that information, they'd reject it, and they'd never ask for more money. And then what instead would happen is they'd go home, they'd write in their journal, complain to their friend of, oh, my boss never wants to give me more money and I'm the worst and blah, 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 blah. So that is the opening episode of season two. And that's really what I want to make the foundation for this entire year for all of us. Try to find the positive in a world filled with things that, you know, can be overwhelmingly negative at times, right? Like we can really believe that it's all bad, but I promise you it's not. There's, you know, hopefully love in your life. There's hopefully something that made you smile. There's a YouTube video that made you laugh, a TikTok video that someone shared with you that, you know, helped you smile or helped you feel a little bit more motivated that day. There's your pet that, you know, snuggled up against you. There is a piece of chocolate you had at lunch that, you know, was just truly delicious. Like there's really small things and there's really big things. I promise you there's something good in your life. And as you train your brain to shop for that stuff, like I said, you're going to be able to follow the road towards, you know, an outcome that you never imagined. And that is really going to help you achieve your goals. I am so excited that you're here with me for season two. I'm looking forward to all the all the achievements this year that I'm sure you will do and that hopefully I will do alongside you as well. With that, I will talk to you not next Tuesday, but the Tuesday after that. And as I mentioned before, feel free to reach out at Super Awesome You for any kind of topics or questions you might have. I'm your host, Samra Abuselbi. Always a pleasure. Talk soon.